Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. I won't partake of that. Weird. Why not? Um, I'm just too busy on my phone right now. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is the Weird Podcast. Uh, it, I know. I'm, I do this every week. We cover the best in weird news um, from, from all over the globe. Or at least the best we can find. Right. I'm Craig, by the way. My name's Aaron. And we're coming to you from an undisclosed location. We're at the Satellite Studio. Yeah, the alternate studio. Yeah. We're, I like we, it here. I, I I'm here a lot. Yeah, and you live much closer to this studio than the other, yeah. and so you're always here when I get here, which is nice. I usually get, I'm not late. No. I mean, no matter, what, here. no matter what I do, I'm not going to be late. No, you're, and that's nice. I mean, I um, like it. I like it. So, that's why, anyway, so yeah, we're kind of a little discombobulated because it's a little different environment, but, you know, counting down the last Big Ten, <laughs> you know how it is. This is episode 191. Yeah, the last, the last 10. And welcome, welcome! Thank you for joining us. If people it, are really getting upset about that, by the way, I know that's why I'm. I backed off. I don't talk about it anymore. I, I mean, I, I, every time I go somewhere, it's like, oh come on, really. <laughs> But anyway, if this is your first time listening to the Weird News podcast, thank you for joining us, and uh, I will apologize straight off. Yeah, because you got yourself into this. <laughs> but Keith Wilson has left us a review on the Facebook. That Keith, Wil- Keith Wilson? Yes, Keith Wilson. KW. Yeah, okay, W. Yeah, he's a good guy. From yeah. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, don't, I don't you know? know. I don't even know how they talk up there. It, I just, I just, ma- like I just made a guess. Rhode Island. Here's what Keith said. Maybe he says something like, there's a storm coming. <laughs> you know, the only thing I know about that area is from watching uh, Fred Gwynn in Pet Cemetery. Fred Gwynn. But that was not, he that was not Rhode Island, was it? That was somewhere up in, up in New England. No, that, wasn't that Maine? It might have been Maine. Yeah. As yeah. a storm a coming. Yeah. It was in Maine. Like Whatever. most of Stephen King's stories. That's true. Okay, anyway, Keith Wilson said... His clown's up there, too. Five stars. Great show. I just nominated you for the podcast awards. What a guy. Nice show layout and presentation of the weird news. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Keith Wilson. Your check's thank in the mail. Thank you. Thank you, Keith. Uh, very nice of you, you to say that. You check, right? Uh, and since you voted for us in the podcast awards at podcastawards.com, where we're located in the Adam Curry... Uh, category and Craig, we're also in the comedy category for some reason. I don't know how they got there. Anyway, if you go there and you vote for us, Clerical let us know. Error, obviously, and please do. We need your nominations. You know, if we if we've got a podcast award, I, we could we quit our day jobs. We could. That'd be easy for me. <laughs> yeah. If we won a podcast award, we could tell everybody, hey, you know what? I want a podcast award. Yeah. Yeah. That and that and like five bucks might get you a Starbucks coffee. <laughs> Last week. Last Friday, you you were talking about the podcast awards, and you referred to Adam uh, Curry Curry as Adam Carolla. You know, I've been thinking about. You know, I'm thinking about why I did that. Well, it's very easy for a podcaster to do that. Well, because Adam Carolla has a podcast. Yeah, and we were talking about Adams, and 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 no offense to uh, Adam Curry, former MTV VJ, and and one of the forefathers of podcasting. Correct. Yes, and and you know, it wasn't any. You know, slight on to you know on him or anything. It was just, I just I think 
Adam Carolla is big into podcasting, and that name just got my. And they both start with C. Adam They're both C. Adam C's. They're both huge in the podcasting yeah, so, world. All podcasters know them. Uh, so it's an easy. But, but what I'm getting at is is through the through modern technology. Yeah, you couldn't even tell. Oh my gosh, we fixed it. Curry. Adam Curry, if you didn't hear it from last uh, last Friday's episode, go back and take a listen. Well, something like this. Uh, go click on Adam Curry. <laughs> no, it sounded better than that. Okay. Couldn't even tell. Adam Curry. Something like that. Something that was pretty bad. Anyway. Hey, it's game time. It is game time. This is... Uh, hey, everybody, it's music time! I'm trying to keep things moving this, this episode. This is the uh, Stump the Chunk section of the show. Where I'm going to play a cover song, and Craig has 20 seconds to guess the title of the song. I don't see prizes. You know, I didn't bring the prizes again. This is two weeks in a row. What's the prize? Uh, well, tonight we're giving away a Black Web Shower Radio. Or not Shower Radio, Shower Speaker. Shower Speaker. Uh, Black Web Shower Speaker. Bluetooth. Uh, Bluetooth Shower Speaker. You take calls on it. Comes with a suction cup or a strap if you want to hang it over your shower head. Uh, you can answer calls on it. It's got a built-in microphone. It's got four hours of rechargeable battery life. It's one of those weirdos that makes phone calls in your shower. Well, what if somebody calls? I've, we've been over this. Call them back. <laughs> we've been over this so many times. And if you uh, if you are in the prize pool, you've got a shot of winning this beautiful shower speaker. So I'm going to play a song. Okay. you got 20 seconds. Okay. I'm going to have to keep up with it manually tonight. In 20, because, se- in uh, 20 seconds. The buzzer isn't added, so I'm going to buzz you Okay, you're, you're going to say buzz, 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 buzz. Yeah, something like so, that. So basically, in 20 seconds, someone's going to be up for a prize. <laughs> we'll see. Here okay, we go. Are you ready? Okay. It's not one of those slow starts. It's an 80s song. You were working as a way. Oh! Don't you want me, baby? Human League. Very good. Yeah. You actually got it. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> that deserves it's not applause. Don't you want me, baby? It's don't you want me? Yes. Yeah, but you got the title. Yes. Don't you want me? You just happened to throw baby in there. I was talking to you. <laughs> well, answer is no. <laughs> That's a negative. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's three you've got. What was she saying? I was running as a waitress in a cocktail bar. I thought bar. that might give it away. And it did. Yeah. This is uh, Young Summer is the name of, uh, I guess that's the band. Young Summer, or that could like be her it. name. I like it so far. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. Uh, you think when she when she grows up, it'll be Old Summer and she'll be making albums? That- <laughs> no, her, her older sister's named Old Summer. Old Summer. Yeah, she's Young Summer. I'm going to let it roll for a second. Well, Randall would be very proud of you, although he's still mad at you for not stopping by his house as you drove straight. You, yeah. Pat, you were on his road and drove right beside his house. I did not. Did, actually you did. That. I did not. You, you were did. there. You know what I did. <laughs> he I was said actually, he saw I you. I was actually sitting on his deck. <laughs> Randall said he saw you drive by with a hand out the window waving. Hey. He's like, well, there went Craig. I was going to stop by. I didn't want to wake the kids. <laughs> I see that. That's a good one. Well, it looks like I don't have to pick a winner today. No, no winner. Winner, winner, no chicken dinner. But what, that, that means next episode, somebody's going to win a uh, black web. Maybe. 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 It's, Maybe it's, not. It, yeah, we'll see. Out of like, what, 10 prizes so far? Or some? how many have we done? Six, seven? <clears throat> we have done, no, we've done a lot more than that. This is like two that I've gotten right. No, you've gotten three right. Three. One of them was psychic, too. Yeah, one of them was, was freaky. I mean, it was like, freaky. what? <laughs> but you remember, um, last Friday... Uh, Christine Gant won. She won a Christine pop, Gant. Yeah, she won a the, she won the uh, pop solo microphone. Uh huh. So she reached out to us this week, and <laughs> I felt like uh, I, I sent her an email congratulating her and letting mm-hmm. her know that, that, mm-hmm. that I'd mail it. <clears throat> but I, I, here's what I wrote her. I, I wrote, 
uh, hey, congrats. I'm so glad you're local, too, because she's in Tennessee. Right. And then I thought, and then I said, thanks for listening. I'll get your pop solo in the mail this week. I sent it, and then later that day, I thought, man, that sounded stalkerish. I'm so glad you're local. <laughs> yeah. But that all I meant was I didn't have to pay extra shipping to send it out of state. Well, I, think, I think we know what you meant. Okay, good. We sound like the cheapest run podcast on the planet. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to give away prizes as long as you don't live more than four miles from us. <laughs> At least we're not charging shipping and handling. My favorite ones are when somebody wins from our area and I yeah. just drive them by. That's what I did you, with... You just uh, throw it at their front door. That's what, that's what I did with Josh. I took him his color-changing Bob Ross mug. He was excited about that, too. Hey, this is the Friday episode. That means it's time for our movie reviews. Yeah, we can talk about movies. And during, whether, you want uh, to hear, whether you want to hear it or not. During the band meeting, we discovered band that, meeting. that we both had seen the same movie this week. We did. Uh, which was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, whatever it's called. It's called Ant-Man, Ant-Man and, the, and Wasp, the Wasp, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you let's get your buzz, opinion buzz, first. Buzz, 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 buzz. That was the wasp. That was the sound effect. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Ant-Man didn't make a buzz, buzz, buzz. He just work, work, work. No, but work. he rides that little winged ant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he rides, because he can't fly. His, his nah, suit doesn't have wings. <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, no, I loved Oh, man, it was great. Really? Don't act like you're surprised. <laughs> you said <laughs> you, you loved it. it. <laughs> what do you give I, it, then? Oh, I'd give it. I'd give it. Out of what? One through five? Oh, I'd give it five buzz, buzz. Five buzz, buzz? Five really? Buzz, buzz, five buzz, 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 buzz. I'd give it five anthills. Now, why did you and like that's it? That's what I'm going to give it, five anthills. Okay. Five anthills. Well, first of all, Paul Rudd, you can't go wrong. True. The great, writing was fantastic. Guy. The effects are just mind-blowing. I mean, just, just what all that's going on in front of you blows your mind. It's yes. just, I can't believe this is all, this is so much happening right now. Yeah. What do you think about Ghost? The comedy was just so funny. I mean, the com- the, com- the comedic part of it. Yeah. Is just, did I think about what? Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, Ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah. I thought she was cool, too. Yeah. What a good villain. I wasn't expecting the musical number in the middle. <laughs> Anyway, I give it. I will give it four out of four. Fi- four out of five stingers. Yeah. No, it's ant hills. No, I took the wasp. You went with the ant, so yeah. I took the wasp part. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it four out of five. It, it it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It just didn't knock me off my seat. Now the final scene was really you your booster seat. Whatever. The final scene was awesome. You know when you wait f- through the credits and you see the. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. So yeah, four out of five stingers. I give it a. Hey, hey, Ethan just walked by. You talking about E? Hey, E, come here. What are you doing at the alternate studio? What's he doing here? I don't know. Did he, did he ride? With, did he ride with you? Uh, yeah. He he rose back over. He wants to tell a caterpillar story. He has he's been really on us he's on about this caterpillar story. About we got to so introduce gotta, him though. You got to introduce him. This is this is my son E. Ladies and gentlemen, E on the mic. Okay, you got to talk right into talk right into here. You're not going to be able to hear yourself, but tell your story about the caterpillar and talk right where your dad's pointing. All right, so first off, I like to go by E-P-H-I-N, okay? And second... That's, that's pronounced Ethan. Uta Gleben Ethan Odin. Ethan, E-P-H-I-N. Ethan. Basically, this caterpillar story, it happened a long, long time ago. This better be good. I woke up one day. I, I wake up every day. And there was a caterpillar waving at me. <laughs> and he said, hey. So I said, hey, right back. And then I freaked out, and I said, hey, Mom, take this caterpillar outside. And I'm pretty sure she's the one to get outside, but I don't remember. That's all I got to say. That's the story. And that's what I'm working with, people. <laughs> he has been bugging us. He woke up. For two years. He woke up. He woke up, got out of bed, dragged a comb across, across his head. head. <laughs> he and, laughed. And he, and he laughed in the background. <laughs> and he had a randomly in his room inside the house. This is, this is the magic. 
What? Right. It was on his leg. Yeah, it was, either way, it was in the house. He looks down. It's it's on his leg. There's just for How does this happen? We don't know. A caterpillar is on his leg, waving. Apparently, <laughs> he's. A, <laughs> <laughs> and is Ethan going to want to check now? Sarah comes on for free. Oh no, he's not getting paid. Now, why are you at the alternate studio? Why aren't you gone yet? Hey, look, you know he's eating. He's eating a, a blizzard I brought him yesterday. Nice. You know who waits and eats a blizzard the next day? That, that that's that turns soft serve into regular ice cream. That's no, no, no good. it turns into a f- ice cube. Yeah, that's no good. No good. But you know what I've learned about DQ is if you use their app, they've got these. They've got coupons in the app, Ooh. and you give them the code off the coupon. You hit redeem, and you got fifteen minutes to use it. So I went yesterday. It was buy one, get one for 99 cents, any size. Wow. So I got two larges. I got basically two larges. And I paid 99 cents for the second one. Nice. That's, yeah. that's awesome. It was good stuff. So you seen any other movies um, since uh, since we've last spoke? And it's been a while. It's been over a week since I've seen you. It's been it's awesome. It's been the same amount of time. Yeah. It's been the same <laughs> amount of time. It's been since every time we no, see No, that's not true. We, we normally record yesterday. Or the so day before. Far even. away. <laughs> So anyway, what else have you seen? I saw uh, the two Kingsman movies. We talked about that. The band meeting, me- yeah, meeting, yeah. uh, oh, fun, fun movies. I see. I don't know. You know what always happens somewhere what? now. Yeah, in three, middle, three stories. Three from stories now. in. I'm yeah. going to remember something I watched. Well, let's. Uh, I can't remember. The hmm. well, we'll get to it. We'll go ahead and hit hit the top story, and then uh, if you remember, we'll maybe we'll take a break. Wait, why is he even still hanging out over here? <laughs> He's watching the action. Are you ready? Okay. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah, sure. it's time for the top story. Top story. Oh, this is this comes from Mark Patch. Yeah, Mark Patch sent us this one. The author of our fantastic theme. Yes, Mark Patch. Uh, Did you see his Fourth uh, of July post on the Facebook? Yeah, that's, he's posted that before. Yeah, every year actually, and it's uh, beautiful. right around the Fourth of July. I believe we reposted it. We might have. Yeah, I think we I did. Know. That's hard to say. But this one, uh, this is really, this is something that really. Go this ahead. is like ease generation right here. Yes, it is. You know, bath salts. Oh, I bet you they uh, they were naked. Good grief, I hope not. Well, that's what bath salts does to you. It makes you take all your clothes off. Well, if you're in the bathtub. No. I know. It makes you eat people's faces. <laughs> that too, yes. You want, you want to just go on about it for a while? No, I don't. Okay. It's spooky to me. Pear high on bath salts shoots at what? What? Yeah. Pear high on... Uh, I don't even like the way this is written. <laughs> Pear high on bath salts shoot at fireflies they mistook for alien lasers. Because we get so many alien lasers around us this time of year. We might. Hey, Ethan, remember last week there were all those alien lasers in the backyard? Yeah. He said, yeah. But, you know, only a person that sees caterpillars. Yeah, that talk to them. Right. Uh, this happens in Lamar Township, Pennsylvania. A man and woman believed to be high on bath salts started firing bullets into the sky to chase away alien lasers, which were actually fireflies, according to Pennsylvania State Police. Troopers say just after midnight on Saturday, Jesse Shields fired a three fifty seven Magnum grief. handgun. <laughs> That's you a hand cannon. You wouldn't have any firefly left. I swear. At, uh, fired at the lasers, quote unquote. Shields and Yarnell. Uh, do you remember Shields and Yarnell? I do. I certainly do. <laughs> they were really, mimes. They were mimes. Yeah, they really, did the robot that thing. That goes back that only the oldest listeners can even understand Shields what I just Darnell. said. Shields and I'd forgotten about Yarnell. Yarnell. Yarnell? Yarnell. And Yarnell died. Um, She's not alive anymore. My dad and I used to watch that. Pops and I used to. And there was another show We that were hungry out. for entertainment in the 70s. There was a show my dad and I loved. And recently I saw where it was on the list of the, the five worst TV shows of all time. It was called Holmes and Yo-Yo. It's called Weird. Do you remember Holmes and Yo-Yo? No, it was a, there's ten speed, yeah, no, no, it was Ten Speed and Brown Shoe, and then there was it's not some it's not Holmes and Yo-Yo. Yeah, Holmes and Yo-Yo. It's yeah, Jeff uh, Jeff Goldblum. 
No, I don't think it was. I don't think. No, it wasn't. That he was in Ten Speed and Brown Shoes. Yeah, he's in one of the yeah. two. Holmes and Yo Yo. Is this like the robot guy? Yeah, the robot detective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad and I loved it. Yeah, or at least I did. I told dad you, acted we, like he we did. We were desperate for entertainment back then. <laughs> yeah, it was that or go outside and throw yard darts at each other, <laughs> or, or shoot at uh, 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 fireflies, alien lasers. Yeah. So anyway, she, we got all went off on all that whole thing because I said Shields and Yarnell. Yeah, Shields and Catherine McClowski. Which really shows me our nail sounded better. <laughs> uh, fearing they were being chased, ran to a nearby home, according to WNEP. Someone inside the Clinton County house. I don't want to go in the Clinton's house. <laughs> called 911. The, the duo then ran to a neighboring home where the homeowner took away their gun. <laughs> Give me that gun. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that. Police said Shields allegedly asked the homeowner if he could take a shower to get the goo off him that was burning his skin. Oh, my gosh. Trooper showed up and arrested Shields and McCloskey, both of Mill Hall. They each uh, faced charges of felony burglary, a felony criminal trespassing, disorderly conduct, and public drunkenness, according to Center Daily Times. McCloskey also faces a count of misdemeanor DUI. Shields faces additional felony. Felony? Felony. Felony. Hey, felony. Felony. Get over here, felony. <laughs> Shields faces additional felony counts of carrying a firearm without a license and recklessly endangering another person. He also faces several other misdemeanor charges, unlawful possession, possession of drug paraphernalia, and two added summary charges. That's where they summarize everything. Yeah, it's then, much shorter. Yeah, and then they yeah. charge you for it. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's both, cheap, though. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's, it's all one piece of paper. Yeah. Because uh, if you help the government save money, government, they just pass on the savings to you. Right. They always do. Both are now being held at Clinton County Correctional Facility. I'm sure it's named after the Clintons for a reason. <laughs> ahead of their July 10th preliminary hearing. Oh, so we got fireflies buzzing around and they're firing off a 357 Caterpillars showing up on people's legs. This is a weird, weird, weird. This is a weird, weird. You know, he's finally going to leave me alone about that. Yeah, I know. Finally. He's been bugging me about it for two years. Yeah, now he's, it's over. He's always like, let me get on the show and tell my caterpillar story. I mean, not that it wasn't a riveting story, but, you know, well, it wasn't. <laughs> it was but, not. It was not a riveting story at all. But now He's back got, with a dirty look. Now we've got this. Yeah, he's been doing jiu-jitsu. You better, you better watch it. I ain't scared of him. He may be a foot taller than me. I'm still not scared. Twelve of feet taller than you. <laughs> Headline is: Man told police he was he wasn't drinking while driving. He was just drinking at the stop signs. Well, then, see, that's, <laughs> there's a difference there. This comes to us from Indian River County in Florida. A Florida man came up with an interesting defense when confronted by officers at Indiana River County, according to the Treasure Coast Palm. Earl Stevens Jr., age sixty nine. Earl Stevens. He should, a name like a name like Earl that has Junior at the end of it. Yeah, this is not going to end up being a good either that or he's got a he's in concert next week down at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Anyway, he's facing facing a DUI charge. Indian River County Sheriff's officers were called to a McDonald's drive-through on June twenty seventh after a woman said a vehicle behind her kept. <laughs> Hitting her rear bumper. <laughs> he kept bumping into the car. This ain't bumper cars, man. I don't, I don't know. I've, I've heard you get pretty aggressive in the in the uh, drive through at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, you catch me at the wrong time, I might. <sighs> Stevens admitted he did not have a valid Florida driver's license, and deputies noticed that he had an open bottle of liquor in the passenger seat. Deputies said he smelled of alcohol and said he felt pretty good. <laughs> well, he looked like he felt pretty good. He told deputies that he wasn't drinking while driving, but was instead taking drinks of Jim Beam bourbon while stopped at traffic signals and stop signs. 
that doesn't work, man. You can't have an open bottle behind the wheel. Well, you, and the the effects don't go away when you leave the street light. No, no, they don't. And even if you do, I mean, even if if you're in a parked car, I'm not. Engine, uh, the keys are in your pocket. They right, can still that's get considered. You. D- yeah, yeah. They can still I get knew you somebody who actually got. Uh, found, found sleeping in his car and was charged with that, I think. He further explained that he was not drinking while the car was moving, and only when he stopped for the stop signs and traffic signals, the affidavit says. Once in custody, breath test measured Stephen's blood alcohol content at .153 and .147, much greater than the .08 legal limit. So I didn't know there was a... I guess... I guess there is a. Li- I guess you could have a beer or two and still drive. It apparently, on, I guess it depends on how your body absorbs it. Yeah, I'm no scientist, but I can make up crap. <laughs> I'm not a scientist, but I play one on another podcast, <clears throat> which yeah. is coming back, by the way. Uh, so you say. season three is coming back as soon as I can get you to record your your lines. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> Who oh, is that? The Oh, yeah. I, I play the magnificent. What's his name? Mr. Brumbles. Mr. Brumbles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy's great. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Great. The other two guys you could live without. You don't need those guys on the show at all. Just Mr. Brumbles. Brumbles couldn't carry the show. Sure he could. No, he could. Oh, good band name. Mr. Brumbles. Mr. Brumbles. And the first album is Carries the Show. <laughs> if Mr. You Brumbles. If you want to know what we're talking about, check out Wisecracks Radio Hour, wherever you find your podcast. <clears throat> you don't have any shame. At all. It's a shameless plug. I don't care. Hey, hey, <laughs> please go. Burglar stuck in Vancouver escape room panics calls 911. Have you ever done one of those escape yes, games? We got out. We had like, did you? This um, guy didn't. <laughs> we had like less than a minute to spare. Oh, that's good. Oh, no, it got difficult. You got your money's end. worth. Well, I didn't pay for it. Did, did Ethan help you? No, it was a, it was a business trip. Oh, thing. was it fun? It was like the second day at my job. We went on a field trip. It was awesome. <laughs> that, that's, good. that's a good way to meet uh, it was No, it was fun. It was cool, but it, it was a team effort for real. It yeah. was neat. We had like secret doors opening up in other rooms. and How cool. It was crazy. It was that, pre, it was pre, as Ethan would say, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> and we got to the end. And it was, there was math involved. Oh, I was so good. glad people had their, their minds together because we'd been, we'd been trapped forever. <laughs> but you get to the end, and it was like literally like three or four padlocks on this door. You had to find the keys to get out of here, and everything led to – it was crazy. It's fun, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why anybody would – call 911 i mean they well this they guy let, broke they, in they let you out no, oh, this is a oh well we hadn't read the story yet. yeah yeah <sighs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> kind of out of breath all of a sudden just What's talking about all that. I, just got, I got so excited and upset talking about being <laughs> trapped in there hey we should call our listener weirdos you know <gasps> that's a great Be idea a weirdo. yeah we could like make a shirt that says i'm a I'm weirdo a, i'm a weirdo yeah wow i don't know if our listener mind would like that. blown <laughs> But go ahead. Go ahead with your little burglar stuck in the Vancouver escape room call. That's like, that's the second time my mind's been blown. Uh, you know, I saw last night, I never thought of. What? The word deep, if you turn it upside down, still says deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think about that for a while. <laughs> that's, that's pretty deep. Yeah. Is what that is. <clears throat> that's like the first time I heard that. <laughs> you look like you're really in deep thought as we're discussing that like this. The, that was like the first time I realized that desserts and stressed were the same word backward. Uh, yeah. That's but, me right But now. I was keeping on dessert. You know, I'm sugar free. <clears throat> That's your problem. I had a big Jeez. old blizzard last night. Yeah, oh, I missed so the blizzard, good. but the I'm down 10 pounds. Jurassic, the Jurassic, Jurassic the Chomp or what it was called? Yeah. The one with the peanut butter truffles in it. Mm-hmm. So you gained 10 pounds? Nope. Down. Down 10 so pounds. So anyway, back to the Vancouver escape room. Right. Burglar stuck in Vancouver escape room panics. He calls 911. He panicked. 
two local business owners received an early morning call from law enforcement Sunday after a burglar broke into their escape room and couldn't find his way out. Deputies with the Clark County Sheriff's Office say the suspect identified as rye, like the bread, yeah. Wardlaw. Or the whiskey. Sure. Or the, or the whiskey. Wardlaw. Just trying to come up with something clever for that last name, but I can't. <laughs> Damaged the escape room and couldn't escape. So he called police for help. Rob Bertrand and his wife, Tamara, own the escape room, Northwest Escape Experience. That's a big thing now. Everybody, the escape uh, the escape game or whatever they were called started, the first one I ever saw. And then it's just like this trend. They're popping up everywhere. Yeah. The escape club. <clears throat> no, that is a band from the eighties. Yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah. why don't we? You know, why don't we make it more realistic? Why don't we have like a, a you know have like an office environment? You're trying to escape from that. Oh yeah. Or you're at the DMV. Like people come running in with like rifles or something. You got to get out of there. Okay. See, that's insensitive. Oh, was it? That was that was very insensitive. <laughs> why? I've got friends with rifles. People come running in with rifles into an office building. That's really happened a, a few times. You realize that, right? Yeah, I know it has. It just but happened not with the escape club. <laughs> I mean, that would make it more exciting. <laughs> Sometimes I'm really concerned about how you're interworking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking like that. The, machi- the inner machinations of your mind. Okay, what they- if there was an escape club in a bank and two people? Okay, like a bank, a- like a bank robbery. Yeah, and they lock you in a vault. But I'm saying make it more. It could be real life stuff. Like try to escape the DMV. <laughs> try to escape office. The office. Try to escape traffic. Yeah. Anywho, so they own this place and. Uh, while in the, in the escape room, if you're playing, you're locked in a room with all your friends or whoever comes with you, and you have to find clues, solve puzzles, and compete against the clock to make it out. Rob and Tamara say Wardlaw did so much damage to the back exit door of the escape room that he couldn't open it to run away. Wow. He didn't know the combination. Uh-huh. He apparently didn't know how to use the lock on the front door and was stuck, Tamara said. I just imagine that's how she talks. It is. So he called 911 and told law enforcement he was calling from the escape room because his home was being burglarized. (laughs) Deputies then called Rob and Tamara. Uh, I woke my wife up and I was like, we got to get up. We got things going down. Up and down. You know, see, everybody we talk about is from the South. (laughs) Even if they're from New Hampshire. Yeah. You know, whatever. Rob says uh, the burglar opened a door, pushed over lockers, destroyed flowers, then came in and made himself at home. Deputies say Wardlaw ran into trouble when he tried to escape. According to deputies, he broke the back door knob, panicked, and called 911 several times. Uh, he provided a fake address to deputies. Like, of they're going to be able to help him. Yeah, if he's of course gonna... he did. So they responded to the escape room where he was calling from. It's a funny twist of fate that isn't entirely funny to Rob and Tamara. Uh, I feel violated, Rob said. We are a small business. We put our heart and soul and money into this place to make it work. Our goal is to bring fun to families and businesses, and it doesn't feel good to get taken advantage of. Deputies say by the time they got to the strip mall, Wardlaw had made his way outside. So he finally got outside. And you know he's so kicking he just, himself. Did he get, did he get the t-shirt that <laughs> says I escaped? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. The t-shirt that said I escaped? <laughs> um... But what was his? What was the end game? What did he think he was going to do when he got in there? I, maybe he thought there was money inside. I don't know. But apparently he relaxed and made himself at home. He it could have just been a homeless guy looking to get in out of the weather because it's awfully hot outside. Well, he had a phone with him. Not that homeless people don't have phones. You sure but, it wasn't a business phone? <clears throat> well, he was in, he was locked in the room where you try to get out. So unless there yeah. was a phone in there, but they it? used the address to uh, to get to the place. Yeah, but your cell phone can track where you are. I don't know, Craig. You, you, you probably don't want to know him either. 
Let's go down to Kazakhstan, shall Kaz- we? Kazakhstan. Kaz- a headline is, Kazakhstan squirrel art installation sparks backlash over costs. So we got a, what we have is a 40-foot tall squirrel. That's a big squirrel. A, my dog would go nuts. I don't think Mabel was even that big. A 40-foot. We should Randall about that. Yeah. Tall squirrel is causing controversy after popping up in the city of Almaty in no, Kazakhstan. Almaty. I don't think. You really made that more fancy than it was supposed to Almaty. be. Almaty. Uh, the rodent, which is made from straw and wood. That's just rude. What? Uh, calling it a rodent? Just calling well, it a rodent. Rodents. Well, that's just rude. Just because they're cute. Whatever. <laughs> the rodent, which is made of wood and straw and attached to a steel frame, is part of an art project for a festival commissioned by city would you authorities. Please, next time you say that, would you just put the air quotes around the word art? It reportedly cost $23 million cas- cas- Kazakh. Bunch of their money. A bunch of their money. Which is 67000 U.S. dollars. To create and was paid for in part with public funds. You know what? I think I might be upset, too. They might spent, be. dropped 67 on a squirrel. squirrel. After, or as a result of the insulate, as a result, the installation sparked a backlash with some suggesting the funds could have been better spent. You know, that always bothers me, too, though, <clears throat> when people come up and say they could have used this money in another way. Well, yeah, they could have. But there's there's something to be said about art. I mean, it, oh, I've said a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not a big art fan, but. Anyway, so this oversized squirrel, which can be seen in images shared on social media, you can find it anywhere now, uh, clutching an equally oversized nut is part of the Art Energy Energy Festival held in Amate that features more than a dozen individual pieces. The local city hall reportedly contributed 15 million tinge to the installation, which has led some to question the priorities of local government. Uh, She looks more like a rat, said social media user Tigar. Adding that the funds could have been helped, uh, could have helped those who need money for operations. Well, yeah, but you were really close on that money. It's pronounced ten ten gay. Yeah, that's what I was saying, wasn't it? You ten, were very gay. Cl- you were very close. Another I'm sorry. User, Keep going. Another user said the installation was a disgrace and a waste of our taxes. Others suggested that the squirrel was a fire hazard. I guess so. It's made out of wood and straw. However, some users praised the artwork, saying that it brought joy and delight to local children. So there you go, Craig. It's money well spent for those kids. The installation was created by South African sculptor Marius Jansen, Van Vuren, and UK artist Alex Rensler, who uh, has produced similar works for other projects, including a straw fox placed on display in the Chinese city of Shanghai. So that's all I got to Not say to about that. Not to be confused that. with... Pinyang. Right, or Shanglo. Yeah, or Shanglo. Yeah. Shanghai. That's all you got to say about it? <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to I say. I saw a bunch of animals. I sent you uh, this when we were, oh, in, we were, stop. We were yeah, out of those, town. Why are you getting me? You send me pic- pictures of rattlesnakes. Yeah, we were at a zoo in Oklahoma. Cause, and, and Still. Can, honestly, Oklahoma, you, you got to step up your game. That zoo was in such mess. Ma- it, it was just. Don't you hate that? Well, here's my problem with the zoo down there nothing worked. They've got vending machines everywhere that uses the the, the contact you know the contactless payment. The, you, know, you tap your phone and go. Yeah. And you can buy stuff. Right. Every one of them cash only. I'm a I'm a tech person. You are very tech. I want I want to walk up with my phone and go boop. And give me something. To, I also make that noise too. Yeah. But I'll go boop and I want to get me a drink or something. Not work. They had these really cool um, machines. Only one of them I saw that actually worked. Would actually would inject plastic and have these. It would it, it would actually uh, press out like a. Seal, a lion, different animals. Oh, that's it cool. came out like a plastic. So you, you walk away with a little plastic toy. Yeah, and only one of those machines worked. Uh, most of the animals. What you get? Seal. Oh. Most of the animal, or, or a lot of the animals were like not even available. 
Why? I don't know. You think, if it could make a seal, you think it could make anything in there? No, no, I mean actual animals. Like we were. Oh, actually, we they were, were like out. Yeah, like they were. They were like you know you'd go up to something. Oh, that's cool. Let's go see the walrus. Nope, sorry, not here. <laughs> boop boop beep boop. Yeah, let's go see this. Oh, sorry, not here. <laughs> let's go see the orangutan. Not here. <laughs> so we did see some cool. We saw. Did, some, the, did they have wallabies? We did see some wallabies. Okay, well they were there. We saw that my one of my favorite animals uh, is the uh, red panda. Those oh, were, those are good. so cute. What about the sloth? You get Didn't, the, we saw a sloth, but he was in a box in the cave. There was one. He couldn't bother to get up and come out. He wouldn't come out. <laughs> he he just like, <laughs> leave me alone. We saw, um, I had this grizzly. Here's what the weird thing is. If you stop and really think about what you're doing, I entrusted a pane of, a thick pane of glass between me and a flipping grizzly bear. And you and, and a rattlesnake, which yeah, I don't understand. But the grizzly bear, what was so interesting about it was that when he would walk, I've never been that close to one. And when he lift his feet, you could see the pad of his feet. It looked like a guy in a suit. Like, like oh. No, it looked like a real grizzly bear, Conspiracy. obviously. No, no, no. It looked like a real grizzly bear, but his feet looked not normal. That's why the walrus wasn't there, because the guy yeah. called in sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where's the drummer? Where's the, where's the rim shot? Anyway, um, no, the uh, their feet, when they lift up, it doesn't. It looks like it's a suit, but like when he's walking, it's obviously a bear, but when he lifts his feet up, it, it, that's the one thing that doesn't look so real. It's strange, odd looking. That is funny. But... Um, but I saw him, and then and then when I'm I'm literally face to face within just a few inches, if it wasn't for the, the glass of that picture of the rattlesnake. That's crazy, and, it, and, and I, it's like a Timberlake. It was like t- it was a Justin, nasty. A Justin Timberlake. <laughs> now, was it Timber Rattlesnake? or yeah. something? it was one of those, a Diamondback. Or yeah, something. my response to you is that that pane of glass will not stop Satan. No, it will not. No, no. And, but it, and you were like right up on it. But here's it. Oh, my, 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 my camera, my phone was flat against the glass uh-huh. and I was looking right at him and I was thinking, can I get this guy to do anything? And here's the, here, <laughs> what do you want him to do? Here's the sneaky thing. Okay. Spitfire? Here, here's the thing about snakes. If I was on the other side of the glass yeah. he'd, and, and not doing anything more to him than I'm doing from where I was, yeah. he'd be looking for a way to kill me 10 different ways. <laughs> But he knows I'm behind that glass. He's like, I ain't bothering. He's tried. That's his he's, first he's day like, there. He's, he's like, no. <laughs> he's still got a headache from three years uh, exactly. ago. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, you're not going to fool me three times. <laughs> fool me once. Shame on you. Fool yeah. me twice. We don't get fooled again. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so anyway, he... Uh, it, it, but those pictures were spectacular. If you zoom in, you oh, see yeah, the, te- the texture. Yeah. You see the real, the, the, the sneaky green one that I sent yes. you? Yes. That guy was cool looking. Did you take that picture? Yes. That's a good shot. The, here's the trick, kids. When That's you go, a fantastic when you, when you shot. When you go to zoos, here's the trick, everybody. This is Craig's photo moment, and I'm not even a photographer. First first trick you got to do, okay? So this is when you're taking pictures against glass. Yeah. Turn off your flash. Yeah. First thing you got to do. Yeah. Second that's basic, second, 101. Yeah. Second thing, find the cleanest part of the glass you can find. Okay, that's put, good tip. Put the camera flat against the glass. Good tip. Tap in the center where you want to focus. Boom. Take Take the picture. Snap. And I'm telling you what. That was an excellent shot. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah. great. But people make mistakes. Taking pictures. Lights are bouncing off the glass. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. Wise up. And then I sent you I sent you the skeleton of the cobra. I know. Well, not the actual one, a picture of him. I don't like that. Cobras are freaking. <laughs> they are. Are you going to cover this uh, this giant avocado? No, I wanted to go on about the zoo. We, got, we have an Australian avocado that's as big as your head, man. I love avocados. Me too. You just like one of these. They said that they taste exactly like a regular small avocado. Why wouldn't they? Because big food always tastes different. I know. Nice. <laughs> Just drop that. One day I'm going to teach you the art of fading out. I don't want to fade it out. I want it. You made such a big deal about how long these were. I, I, that was an in your in your face move of mine. 
Yeah. My face? Yeah, in your face. Anyway. Yeah. As big as your head, giant avocado arrives in Australia, mate. Yeah, you can, you can buy these things. That's not an Australian avocado. It looks like a watermelon. The Avozilla, which is being farmed in Queensland, weighs more than a kilo and is expected to sell for $12 each. That's a bargain. Because if you get three or four good avocados, it's going to end up costing you 12 bucks. You can get them two for a dollar all day long. They're not good, though. They are good. They're not. We buy them at Dollar General all the time, two for a dollar. Oh, that's They're where awesome. I get my Vianney sausages. Yeah, your Vianney sausages. But anyway, yeah, you can get them cheap. That's why it always kills me when I walk into like a Chipotle or something, and you go, I want, I want a guacamole. They go, you know, there's going to be a dollar extra. <laughs> Like what? There's some shortage of avocados I don't know about because I can Every get them all. Every time I try to buy them, there's there's a bunch of bad ones or no, harder than rocks. What, you don't know what you're doing. No, you're looking at the rocks. <laughs> anyway, uh, they look like an avocado and taste like an uh, an avocado. The only difference from the avocados, you know, what? The yeah. Only di- yeah. Question mark. Yeah. The only difference from the, the only avocados, difference, you, you know. know. The only difference you know. You know? I have to go up like Thank that. Thank you, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. The only difference from the avocados you know? Actually, I got that from... Uh, Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? What, what's the... How, no, the Howard Stern, um, the movie, uh, what was it called? Uh, Private Parts. Yeah. And there's a Paul Giamatti scene where he's trying to teach him how to say WNBC. <laughs> he's trying to tell... And, he, and they go this whole thing of like how to say WNBC. And that's where that came from. Wasn't wow. that a great story? Not really. So I'm going to try that sentence again. All right, with try to rewrite my, with my this Paul time. Giamatti. Yeah. Go. They look like an avocado. It tastes like an avocado. The only difference from the avocados you know? That's almost Paul Harvey. <laughs> that was Paul Harvey. These ones are about the size of your head. <laughs> and now you know <laughs> the avocado story. The Avozilla, as it's been dubbed, has arrived in Australia. I wouldn't want to know what's that cost to send to Adam. <laughs> Weighing an average of 1.2 kilograms, the fruit are about four times the size of regular avocados and are expected to sell for $12 each. There's a sudden shock factor when you pick one up and they're as big as your head, farmer Ian Groves told Guardian Australia. He told the guy that guards the the port there. <laughs> yeah. At Australia. Uh, he's like, go away. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Originating from South Africa. That's not where the guard's from. That's just where the avocado's from. The Avozilla reached Britain in 2013, but the Groves family... How funny. Their name's Groves. Yeah, and they have like, Groves. Uh, they have Groves, <laughs> which has grown tropical and exotic fruits in central Queensland since 1957, are the first to bring the variety to Australia. Groves said the fruit tastes similar to the uh, regular size oh, equivalent. Oh, not exactly, but similar. But were slightly softer to spread. Oh, I love them. That's what he said. I love them. <laughs> We eat them at home all the time, he said. I bet he puts a little Vegemite, and then he puts he said, that hey, on top of the Vegemite. Honey, throw one of those avocados on the bobby. <laughs> I have a chocolate avocado from down under. Yeah. That's not an avocado. That's what they said. Then they bought the big one. That's not an avocado. <laughs> That's a blooming avocado. Gro- Grove said the first harvest was being sent to grocers in Brisbane, Sydney, Adelaide, and Perth. There's a nursery we buy different trees off. What? We buy different trees off. <laughs> yeah. And when we're planting a bunch of avocados 10 years ago, they gave us one as a trial, he said. Here, try this. And after about four or five years, we tried a few of the fruit, and we thought we'd give them a go. So we wanted to, a small block of about just under 400 trees. They, That's a uh, lot of trees. They're coming up to about four years, and this is their first production. They thought it would be perfect 
for the increasing number of cafes and restaurants serving up hundreds of plates of smashed-off avo. I like that. It's cool now. Not yeah, avocado. I trend it up. Uh, on toast each day, Groves predicted the variety was likely to remain a novelty because the trees were light producers. Well, you know what? Don't let them take a break. I want a tree that's a light producer. It would never get dark. It would never, whatever. <laughs> that would be all, what if all the trees were light producers? We can call them Edison trees. Oh, no. Uh, the other guy. The Tesla. Tesla trees. <laughs> no, those are shoot fire or something. No. Lightning. Yeah, the Tesla coil. Yeah. No, I think that is some would you Would you you'd try one of these Avazillos? Heck yes. But I bet it doesn't taste good. They, I, they, at first, they said it tasted just like them. Then he said they were similar. You know, you've ever tried one of these giant foods like at the fair? I've been to giant foods. <laughs> where they have like a huge watermelon. It's huge. It's huge, but it tastes terrible. Well, but maybe this is different. Maybe. Once you open your mind. I want Adam or Dan or uh, drop D, drop D. I want one of them to go out and pick up an Avazillo and send it to us. No, no, no send it to no, us. No, no, no. That'd just, be like four hundred dollars to mail here. Just try and it. Then and then it would be like pudding. Try, try it and let us know what it tastes like because I'm really curious. You know, right now at the time they're listening to this, they're gonna be like, "What's he talking? About? It tastes like an avocado." Stupid Americans. <laughs> what does he mean? No, it's got to taste different. Like, I don't know, man. Just go get one. He wants to know what it tastes like. Yes. Tastes like man, it's an avocado. Nice. What do you think it tastes like? Hey, I'm not going to spend twelve dollars on one of these I avocados, mean, mate. Go get me some more Vegemite <laughs> and get me some shrimp for my Bobby. I okay. think they're, they're really about to get enough of us over <laughs> there. I don't know. Our numbers are uh, are dropping in, in uh, down under. Well, you know why? Why they're letting us down under? <laughs> letting us down under. This next story, Craig, is creepy. Creepyville. I saw the pics. All right, I sent Very you this story because I wanted you to take a look. I actually at saw it. this yesterday, and I only saw. Saw, yeah. I only saw. My kids have been watching the Cleveland show, and I think it's rubbing off on me. Uh, I only saw the one of the kids, like the main with, one. With, the, with the controller in his hand. Okay, like, that's yeah. the main one. Well, this is this story, not really a headline, but it's entitled "Extreme Embalming," and this is Extreme. the art. This is the art of embalmers setting up corpses, doing things they liked to do, and this all started. If, if you remember, a few years back, the Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And they set him up in his recliner with the flat screen TV showing the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he had his it's Pittsburgh. Creepy. I don't get it. I don't. I really don't get you're, it. You're struggling to get your brain around the loss. Yeah, and then, then you then walk you're in, look, and there's your the, loved one, the, an empty shell. Yeah, dead as a doornail, not moving, and looking moving. like wax. And it's like, and speaking of Australians, it's like my Australian friend Ian once told me. You, you know, it's just amazing how dead you are when you're dead. <laughs> He says, you never look quite as That's so dead. wise. He said, you never just look quite as dead as you do as when you're dead. Well, we've got no you're life really, in you. You're really, really dead when you're dead. When you, Yes, that is wise. Like you, in other words, you can't even sit, like, you couldn't fake dead right now. But when you're dead. Yeah. You can't fake that's, life. That's dead. That's so dead. <laughs> okay, I'll get into this, and we'll stop and, and comment this as is, we go. This is like things nightmares are made out of. Yeah, you talk about art. This is the kind of art I'm not into. It's not art. Well, I don't know. Some would argue. A family whose teenage son died honored his memory in an unusual wake. Why do they call them wakes? Do you know? There's got to be a reason. I don't know. We could look it up. His corpse was positioned in a chair facing a television screen, a video game controller in his hand, and his favorite snacks next to him, which happened to be Doritos, Zebra Cakes, The weird part is that they had a string attached to his hand. He kept lifting them up and eating them. (laughs) He's a puppet. Renard Williams. No, Matthews. Where the, how did I get Williams out of Matthews? 
Renard Matthews, age 18, of New Orleans, Randall's favorite place, was robbed and shot to death on the evening of June 25th while walking his dog. Matthews, whom a neighbor, de- neighbor described as a nice young man, loved football and basketball. On Sunday, his wake presented a, faith- a faithful reflection of his low-key lifestyle. The family had Matthews embalmed, placed him in a stance that was, a f- uh, that was typical for him. He was seated in a chair wearing an Irving jersey with sunglasses with a PlayStation controller in his hand facing a television playing the Celtics. He was flanked by Doritos and soda. And there were a few zebra cakes thrown in on top of the That's table. What I, that, that caught my attention. Yeah, me too. Made me hungry. If they said zebra rolls, I've been snatching from that guy. <laughs> I'm going to a funeral, y'all. I'll be right back. I'm going to get some more zebra rolls. <laughs> the funeral home where the wake was held is accustomed to unique requests. One time, I'm going to say this like you would think a funeral director would say. One time, we stood a deceased drummer from a grassroots band. I love the grassroots. They were awesome. At a drum set. A representative from the uh, Charbonnet Labatt Glopion Funeral Home in Treme tells Yahoo Lifestyles. <laughs> that had to be made up. Adding that it recruits specialists to prepare the bodies at varying costs. Specialists? Which, uh, hey, we're in the wrong field, man. Apparently. Which uh, the cost uh, differs depending on the details of the service. The funeral home also hosted. What do you do? Jab giant pipe cleaners through their arms and legs to <laughs> position them? I don't know. The funeral home. You'd have to almost break bones or something to get them to yeah, to stay. Yeah. Uh, the funeral home also you just hosted. Took that to a whole weird level. I'm just saying. A 2014 wake of Miriam Maymay Burbank, age 53, who was posed with a beer, a menthol cigarette, and an ashtray at a table. I saw that one. That was weird. Burbank, a fan of the New Orleans Saints football team, as is Randall. Had her, fa- had her fingernails painted in team colors of black and gold. Bur- Burbank was described by her loved ones as a party girl who loved beer and scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Scotch in my belly. <laughs> when, I, when I walked in, I felt... Oh, wait. When I walked in, I felt like I was in her house and it didn't hurt so much. Her sister, Shirlene Burbank, told WGNO... Maybe if every time you visited her, she was dead at the table. <laughs> because it's more... And there was a picture of her and she looked super creepy. Yeah, it was all creepy. Oh, because it's more of her. It's like she's not dead. It's not like a funeral home. You know, it's like she's in the room with us. That's how she talked. This is this is this is second only to the eating the guy's foot story. Oh God! That's creeping that that up creeping again. Me out. This is this is creepy. The unique custom has been called extreme embalming, and honors the deceased in personalized way. It's particularly par- popular in Puerto Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, where a handful of creative services have won attention. They haven't won any awards, but they've won attention. Oh, this next one you're about to say. This one. Did you see this picture by any chance? This, it that, looked like that, a malnourished <laughs> superhero who also happened to be dead. Did you see the two kids that were like scared to go close? I mean, these kids will never go to another movie in their life to see a superhero movie. In 2015, Green Lantern fan Renato Garcia, age 55, died of an asthma attack. <laughs> And was wait was that Jurassic Park? That was a, that was an asthma attack. Uh, and was a big goodbye in the costume he often wore around town. It this guy is, walked around wearing a Green Lantern costume. It is what he would have wanted," said sister. Uh, said his sister. That same year, the body of taxi driver Victor Perez Cordona. This one actually looked almost real. Yeah, Did this you, one. This one wasn't quite as disturbing. A former cancer patient was positioned in his cab with his hands on the steering wheel. A request his daughter says was characteristic of her father, who loved jokes. Of course, yeah, they should have put him out on the street and have somebody hop in the cab. Yeah. That would have been a joke. 
I know this one wasn't as creepy because the first thing I noticed or really noticed was I felt he was leaning back too far to drive, <laughs> which tells yeah, maybe. me. Which, but his expression looked real. Yeah. I mean, it looked lifelike to me. According to the Daily Mail, some mourners even sat beside Perez for one last cab ride. I hope they didn't take a ride. I mean, either. This next guy was the one that creeped me out the most. In 2016, the body of Fernando de Jesus Diaz Beato, age 26, thank you, was seated in a chair with one leg crossed over the other, wearing a black cap, glasses, khaki pants, and sneakers. And what was so creepy about that photograph, to me, Craig, was that the lady was looking at him like uh, one inch away from his face. Well, I was looking at him because it was so close that you could see him... I could imagine him as being a, as an alive person at one, you know, I mean, I could see him and go, okay. And then I could kind of flip and see the absence of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, like it was weird. He looked like if he glanced, they go, oh, there's some dude sitting there. Okay. Let's, let's, then I'd look again and I'd go, man, this is weird how, like my friend Ian said, how dead he really is. Let's think it was creepy. Okay. 20, 20, 30 years from now when we both kicked the bucket, how, how would your 20 family? 20 or 30 years. Well, I mean, we're in our fifties. 30 years. We'll Barely. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. I'm asking you a question. Pay attention. Dude, 80's the new 60. How would your family, if if they had to do this, how would they set you up? How would they... Uh, oh, they just roll a couch out and throw me on it horizontally. <laughs> That's too easy. No, it can't be something easy uh, like that. With man, your I don't know. Nintendo Switch in your hand, maybe it's the screen or... What if we... What if we... We, we had a double funeral. We'd have us both, like, you died and I died. Because at the 200th episode, we, you know, and then, and then, and then they propped us up in front of the, the, our microphones. Oh, yeah. I and, think I want to be propped and, up. And they put us in, they put us in a pose like we're talking. I got my hand up right now. Yeah. And I'm pointing at you. Yeah. And I've got my hand on my head. Like, I can't believe you like said this, that. And you get your finger on that little, um, <laughs> on my the wrong feel, button. My, my feeling, my, my feelings are hurt. Let me play my little sound. Okay, my feelings are hurt. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and of course, someone from your team will put you, make you look taller as your last <laughs> someone request. Someone from my team. How come we have to? Why can't we have the same team if we both die at the same time? I, that's really weird. This whole conversation. But I, how would they do that? Let's see. For me, my kids would say, "Be me screaming." Yeah, in a position screaming yeah. at somebody, being mean to your children. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah because yeah, because I'm so mean. <laughs> Well, you got a birthday present. You frowned about it. That's mean. Oh, that was, oh we didn't talk about that, did we? Yes, we, we did. About that? Okay. You should listen to the show. I guess I should. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I got short-term memory going on. Something's I got, wrong something with you. What? <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. So maybe I should tell this next story. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and read about it. Yeah, go ahead. Nobody. Ontario man put six-year-old, McDon- six-year-old McDonald's cheeseburger and fries... When I first started reading that, I thought it was going to be about a six-year-old. <laughs> he puts a six-year-old on you, but yeah. <laughs> Ontario man put six-year-old McDonald's cheeseburger and fries on sale on eBay. And Ontario, an Ontario man says it started as an experiment born out of his curiosity. Uh, I heard rumors about these things not going bad. Dave Alexander told 980 CFPL, whatever the heck that is, when asked why uh, and how he ended up with a six-year-old cheeseburger and fries. We live on a farm, and things that we grow here go bad regularly, and I thought it was an urban legend. Dude, just go to McDonald's. It's really easy to... You could tell when you bite into a fresh one that it's going to last forever. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Twinkie should have taught you everything you need to know. Alexander lives in Staffa, Ontario, near Exeter, and asked his daughter to stop by McDonald's to pick up a plain cheeseburger and fries when she was going into town back in June of 2012. It's been sitting on a speaker cabinet in his office ever since. Nice. Now we're downsizing, and I thought, 
I'm not taking this cheeseburger with me. Alexander put it up on eBay on his uh, account. Doesn't matter what his account is. Uh, on Thursday for $29, saying he great. priced it so that it would cover shipping if someone from across the world decided to bid on it. As of 2 p.m. Friday, bidding reached $150. <laughs> I'm going to go buy a bag full tonight. Six years oh from now, gosh. I'm getting rich. Yeah, you get six, no, six years from now, you'll be able to pay part of your electric bill or something. Um, he added that he also received an offer to trade it for a two-year-old Timbit, but he's not actually in the market for more old food. What's Timbit? There's, there's people out there that collect old food. What's what's a Timbit? Isn't that a candy bar? Like a oh, uh, it's the name of a bite-sized fried dough confectionery sold at Canadian base. Oh, Tim Hortons. Oh, I'm not eating there. I'm not, not after that whole poop thing. <laughs> Uh, let's see. No, unless it's got, unless it's good aged cheese, wine, or sausage, or something like that, uh, like that, that's edible. He oh, laughed. so he collects old food if it's edible. Apparently not. Oh, yeah, edible is old and edible. Yeah. What if that hamburger must have tasted like? <laughs> I don't, I bet we'd never find it. Who's going to bite it? And I have had questions that people are asking if it's edible. Oh, well, I just said that. I would highly recommend not. This thing looks perfectly edible, but it's been sitting in the dust for six years, so don't don't eat this thing. When asked how to describe the meal, he said the bun looks the same as the day it was bought, except that it's now as hard as a hockey puck. The meat went a bit flat, <laughs> but still looks like a meat patty, while the slice of stuff they call cheese went a bit brown. Now, did you ever see, uh, we talked about uh, Super Size Me? Yeah. Which is a completely fabricated, yeah. I mean, everything about that. It's, it's dumb. The rules aren't fair. Right. But did you see at the end or somewhere on the disc, they show he took the big, uh, like they look like pharmacy jars, those old jars, and he put these different, one was McDonald's burger and fries or something, and he put like um, a burger from like a real place, like, you know, a real grill, not a, not a fast food joint. Yeah. And, he shows the progression. You probably see this on YouTube somewhere. Shows the progression. And McDonald's, like, I mean, I forget how many weeks or months it was. Like, McDonald's looked like it was brand new. I went to a health the fair. The other ones were a f- fur growing on them. Yeah. I went to a health fair once where the guy had a Big Mac and French fries that he had purchased two years prior. And a, in a, it was on a cake pan with the, with the lid on. It looked like you could just open it up and, and take a fry. Surprised you didn't. Well, I actually joked with him when he walked by. I said, those fries are a little stale, man. I thought he was going to have some good food here. <laughs> he went security. <laughs> he didn't laugh like I did. Anywho, you uh, mean he didn't sound like a girl? Whatever. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 characters from popular movie franchises who should get their own movie. This, to, uh, this as usual, comes to us from thetop10s.com, uh, and I really disagree with a lot of these, but really, anyway. I really honestly don't care about any of these. One of these, uh, number two, they nailed. She should be number one, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Maybe. Number 10. Of the top ten characters from popular movie franchises who should get their own movie. Yoda. No, I don't think I'd watch that. I don't think that. so either. Yeah. Uh, number nine, top ten uh, characters that should get their own movie. The Wicked Witch from The Wizard of Oz. She can't. She melted. She did melt. What? It has to be a prequel. Right. Number eight, I only know a little bit by name, Salazar Slytherin yep. from Harry Potter. I yep. don't remember which one that is. There's a few Harry Potters on there. Yeah, Harry Potter movies. I told you, I'm not being mean to the movies. I just, they I can't tell them apart. There's a new one coming out. Uh, okay. Did you see the preview before uh, Ant-Man? Was it the one with Jack Black? No. That's not Harry. No. That's a different one. Yeah. That's the That's Harry Blatter. That's, no, that's... Uh, <laughs> That that's the house with clocks in the wall or something yeah, like something. that. No, no, I didn't see the one you're talking about. All right, number seven, Dick Grayson from the Batman series. Why? Why would he need his own movie? I don't know. 
number six, again, didn't he kind of have his own movie? It was called Lord of the Rings. Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, he kind of did. Number five, Albus Dumbledore from the Harry Potter series. Now, number four, I will. Number four might be okay. And, yeah, I'd probably and, say and that. I got a reason I'm saying that. Yeah, I'd probably say it. Top ten characters from popular movie franchises who should get their own movie. Number four, Boba. Some people say Boba Fett. Boba, that's what I Bob, say. Boba Fett. I whatever. say Boba Fett. Boba Fett from Star Wars. And the reason I say that's a good one is because in the uh, infamous Star Wars Holiday Special, uh, the one thing that people pull out of that, as bad as that show was from the 70s, you ever heard about this? No. Okay, I've actually no. got a copy here, so you can find it online. I probably won't watch. It was it. a. It was an abysmal. Oh my gosh! It's. So cringeworthy, yeah. And um, there was a there was a short cartoon within it. Uh, there was a there was a Boba Fett uh, cartoon, and that was the one takeaway people really liked. Everybody, everything I've ever read, people have talked to. So I think I think I think as much as he's liked, yeah, I think that they could do a movie with him, and I bet that would go off really well. So well, I'm going to give number four an okay. I think number four is okay. Let me ask you this. I, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I mean, I don't dislike it. I've seen all the You're movies. You're indifferent. I've seen most of the movies, You're I think. Yeah. How are you? Are you a Star Wars guy? Uh, I'm a I'm a fan, but not fanatic. Okay. I, like, I'm, I'm, if that makes sense. I'm, okay. not, I'm, I'm a normal fan, not a com- complete crazy nut. What is your, which is your favorite all-time Star Wars movie? Any movie in the franchise, what's your number one favorite? Uh, well, it's going to come down to two. It's, right. it's going to come down to uh, Empire Strikes Back and the original one. The first two, then. The, the very first two. Yeah. The first one, because it it's what brought us Star Wars. I mean, it was yeah. it was the one that we all remember. But uh, I'm with most fans. I think uh, Empire Strikes Back is probably one of the best ones in the series. I was talking with a friend of mine. Said a woman didn't hurt his pride. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday. Uh, and we both agreed that Solo is, Solo our, good. is our favorite Star Wars movie ever. I would never say it was my favorite. I can't think of one I've enjoyed any more than Solo. I, I like Ron Howard. I just I he, thought it he was directed fantastic. it. And I, it got such a rough. Uh, no, I, enjoy, I thought it was great. I think they could have probably still picked somebody better to play him, but I thought he worked okay. Yeah, um, I liked it. I just you go back to those originals, and the first two are just so good. Okay. Well, anyway, back to our top ten list. This is my two cents. Number three of the top ten characters who uh, from popular movie franchises who should get their own movie, Cyclops from the X-Men. And I would watch that. I like him. Yeah, I'd watch that. Not enough him. I'm not a big X-Men fan either, but I do enjoy the movies. I just, they've made so many X-Men movies at this point. Number two, top ten characters from popular movie franchises who should get their own movie, Black Widow. Now, that's What's-Her-Face from, um, what's her name, uh, Johansson. Is yeah. that her? Yes, is it she, is. Jo- is and, she Black Widow? Yeah. And... I agree. I, I would watch that. Maybe. I'd go to the theater and see that right now. Okay, Craig. I mean, the, she's basically just a... I mean, her... Well, she hasn't she, had a big... She can I just mean, fight. That's all she can do, really. Well, she's real good at it, though. Well, so are you. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> oh, no. I meant, I meant napping. <laughs> oh, my That's, bad. No, I'm sorry. Okay, the number one top ten characters from popular movie franchises who should get their own movie... Lord Voldemort from the Harry Potter series. The guy with no nose? Yes, that's the one. See, I think I I disagree with this list. Well, I told you, Harry Potter movies are beautiful to look at, to watch, and I'm not being mean, I'm not taking a jab at them, but in my brain, I cannot tell one movie from the other. They, to me, they all just blur together. Well, riding fresh off of the uh, Ant-Man Wasp movie, I, I'd like to see the Wasp in her own movies. She's got a better I'll suit. Give it time. I saw the picture today. Uh, Shazam. They got the first picture of the actual suit. Is it uh, Sinbad Planet? Yeah, that's Kazam. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Whatever. 
All right. That's it. Hey, we're only nine left. <laughs> to the big 200. We're planning the episode 200 right now. Got some surprises coming. Going to be in that one. That's going to be a good episode. The surprises. We're not going to be in it. Don't forget to go to uh, podcastawards.com. Nominate weird. And don't look for the Adam Carolla section. It doesn't exist. It's Adam Curry. All right. We're out of here because we're out of here.